Did you know that it's possible to raise your littles to want to listen to you without the use of consequences, rewards, and bribes? Hi, I'm Kaylee Zeyer, and this is the Chaos to Connected podcast, where we discuss simple yet effective parenting strategies to manage those pesky behaviors we go to bed at night hoping will be gone tomorrow. We're going to stand up to societal norms of disconnection, shaming, and punishments so we can take a deeper look into our child's heart. It's there you'll find connection, and there where you'll find more peace, obedience, respect, and joy. So what are you waiting for? We know those behaviors aren't going to go away on their own. Let's dive in. Hey there, and welcome back to the Chaos to Connected podcast. Today, I want to share a message with you that has been on my heart today. Um, so this morning slash afternoon... I was dealing with a lot of aggression, and if you've listened to the podcast before, maybe you've heard, but that is a big part of our story and what we have utilized these connection strategies to help overcome and understand and work through, and I was just thinking as I'm sitting through the aggression and managing my own self-control and supporting my child through it. And I was just reminded that a lot of times when we get into any type of behavioral modification strategy or parenting strategy, we're always looking for how can I fix my child's behavior. And the truth about connected parenting is that we aren't going to get rid of your kids' behaviors. We just aren't. And if any other strategy, person, recommendation, professional tells you that, it's a lie (laughs) because that would not be normal. Think of yourself. Do you, I mean, our behaviors might not come out in the same way, hopefully, (laughs) but we still have them because we still have feelings. And a lot of times until we gain more impulse control, connection, awareness, Um, spiritual responsibility, if that's the case for you, we aren't necessarily going to act the way that maybe we quote-unquote should. We act in our impulse and we're driven by our feelings versus having that like second to pull back and think a little bit more rationally and lead with that. And that comes from a lot of work on managing our own triggers and working through them and processing them and healing them. But what I really want to talk about, I don't want to get off on a tangent, is that the truth of connected parenting is that you're not going to get rid of behaviors and the truth of all parenting, right? But the truth of connected parenting is that it's going to teach you to see the behaviors differently and to see your child differently. It's going to give you more empathy and understanding for what your child is going through and for yourself. I mean, how many of you are like me? where maybe you had some perfectionist tendencies and you're really hard on yourself or you have a lot of big feelings but you don't feel comfortable sharing them with someone because you don't think they're worthy feelings or they're good feelings or appropriate or whatever you want to call it. We also gain an understanding of what it's like to have feelings and what it means to be connected and how it's necessary to allow those feelings, the stuck feelings, the things that cause our triggers, things that are happening and causing hurts maybe every day, maybe every week, maybe every month, 
to be expressed and expelled so that we're not hanging on to them and that that's not acting like a cloud shadowing overcast over other areas of our life. So I wanted to throw that out there today in case you have maybe started some of these strategies or you're not sure about them and you're wondering if it's worth it or you've started them like I mentioned and you maybe either aren't seeing the fruit yet or you're feeling like, well, I saw some and now we're back to this. And the thing that I'll say is we're never going to get rid of them. Our kids are always going to have feelings, and so are we, and that's a good thing. But what we can do and what we will do is learn to gain a new perspective, a fresh perspective from our child's view. And we can understand their feelings because we've been there, but so often we don't go back there. We don't put ourselves in our kids' shoes. We don't necessarily think of situations that they're going through as challenging or difficult because they seem so little and insignificant to us because we have so much more life experience. And the issues that we're dealing with that are causing big feelings for us seem to be much bigger. And so I want to encourage you that when you're feeling something, that still stems from these little seemingly what we think are insignificant stressors and they can all be related back to connection, back to feelings of fear or frustration or loneliness or whatever it is. That's the same with our kids. And it doesn't matter if we're feeling fear because we're scared of the dark or we're feeling fear because of something we think is much bigger. That feeling of fear is still the same. It impacts our body similarly. And so it is helpful to think about the situations that our kids are in and see them for what they really are. Not as little, but that's their whole world. So I want to give you an example because I think that's always helpful. Today, which is what sparked this quick little chat about the truth about connected parenting, um, my youngest happened to be sick, and my oldest, who is the one who struggles with aggressive behavior, um, he also, I believe, is has a highly sensitive personality, and so things just really impact him even more so on this deeper level. And I could tell that he was bothered by the attention Huxon was getting because he needed it, right? He wasn't feeling well. He needed more tending to. But um, all these behaviors were coming out. Lots more aggression. Lots of doing things again that are like almost like poking at you or disobedience. And in the moment... It felt a little bit difficult to manage, and I'm going to be 100% honest. I didn't necessarily think like, oh, he's having this hard time because Huxton's getting more attention. I was just overwhelmed by, you know, the needs of one and the needs of the other, which come out much differently. And then tonight, as I was sitting down, rocking him to sleep, my oldest, which I know a lot of people will say not to do. But I think 
it's an amazing connection point, especially for your older kids who maybe aren't, you know, you're not carrying them around. You're not getting a lot of that physical touch that feels really connecting for kids. But it's also been a really amazing time for him to say anything that's been bottled up or to clear the air a little bit. And I could tell he couldn't really get comfortable. And so I just started saying like, I know that it's really hard that Huxton got more attention today and I'm really sorry. And it just allowed for this opening up of conversation where he could actually feel safe and comfortable talking about his feelings versus in the chaos of the day. It was really hard for him to come forward with that and to speak what he was feeling because he was too disconnected. He was too overwhelmed. He was too stressed that it wasn't the communication that was coming forward. It was the behaviors. And it just, it, I think it's so beautiful to be able to come back, even if you mess up, even if you don't do things how you want them to, even if you yell or shame or whatever it is, even if you're triggered, you can always go back to the truths of connected parenting. And that is understanding from your child's perspective, having empathy towards your child and what they're going through, even if it doesn't seem like a big deal to us. And those moments where you can allow your child to see that you see them and that their feelings are real and hard and you understand that and you're there for them and you're supporting them makes so much difference. So even if you feel like you're not seeing exactly what you want to see, I want to encourage you that it's normal. (laughs) This is hard work. You're not going to be 100% accurate you're probably not even going to be 70% accurate and that's okay. The goal is that you always come back to the fact that behaviors are normal and they're telling us something and they're teaching us to see our child differently and to see what they're expressing differently because it's just communicating to us. It's helping us figure out what's going on with our child when they don't have the words or they aren't able to share with us because Miles had the words, right? He could tell me what was bothering him. He could tell me what that it didn't feel fair. But in the moment when kids are disconnected, when we're disconnected, the words are hard to come by. And all we can do is act, especially when we're more in a vulnerable place, when we're triggered, when we're stressed, when our brain is all going haywire. So I just want to encourage you today, if you're in that tough spot, to just keep going little by little. Keep working at it. Keep working at seeing your child for who they are under the behaviors because I know that can be really hard, but it's really important and it's a huge component of this connected parenting style. And if you are like, I haven't started any of this, but I would love to get my feet wet a little bit. I would really encourage you to start with special time because it's the most simple of all of them, I think, of the strategies that I teach and you can start implementing right away. But it's also one of the strategies where I see the most transformation because kids are connected then. You cannot do all the other strategies if you aren't, if you don't have this one. You need to be connected. Your kid needs to feel connected 
to decrease the behaviors. And, you know, one last quick note, I, I know I said the behaviors won't go away. They might ebb and flow. Sometimes they might be higher. Sometimes you might not see very many. They can, they will reduce if you're doing these strategies regularly, but there's going to be flare-ups. And so I just want you to know that that is normal and expected. And if there's a time where you're not getting any change and it's just constant behaviors, then that's a good time to take a look at what you're doing, what strategies you're using. Are you actually implementing them? Because I know for me, when behaviors ramp up, it can feel more overwhelming and sometimes we can forget to go back to the foundation. So I would encourage you to take a look at that if that's where you're at as well. I will have a link in the show notes in case you want to learn more about special time or how to implement it. I have a free ebook that's very, you know, very simple, laid out, very easily to read and to follow. And it answers a lot of questions and talks about how you can actually get started. So I would encourage you to check that out. If you have checked it out, or if you know what special time is and you aren't currently doing it, go get it started today. I promise you, you will not regret it. Real quick, before you go, if you felt encouraged and inspired by listening to this show, I'd love for you to leave a rating or review over at Apple Podcasts so we can spread the word to help other mamas feel less alone and find beauty in the behaviors. You can also take a screenshot of this episode, share it over on your Instagram stories, and take me, at Kaylee Josire, and we'll all do a little happy dance together. I love nothing more than to cheer you on along this journey. This work is so hard, but don't forget, God has not only called you to it, but he has equipped you for it. Now go get connected. I'll see you next week.